1: conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's
2: joy in every journey. And I'm anxious to get the thoughts of the lady who joins us now on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. She's Mary Kay Cabot, covers the Browns for the Plane Dealer in Cleveland.com and Mary Kay, I hope you and your family had a great holiday. Absolutely.
1: Oh, we did. I hope you guys did as well.
2: Very much so. Yeah, I Absolutely. I had, had the week off and had some fun and Sat back and watched some football and had kind of an epiphany over the, over the week and after watching the Saints game. And despite the fact that I thought Kevin Stefanski called way too many pass plays and didn't run it enough, I thought, you know, there just might be a time here that you need to change some things on the coaching staff because a couple of areas of the team don't seem to be improving. Where's your head when it comes to what might happen this offseason, Mary Kay?
1: Well, I've been saying this for for quite a while. I think that uh, Kevin Stefanski's job is safe. I think that uh, we can all abide by what Andrew Berry said at the bye week, and that was that they feel the same way about Kevin Stefanski uh, now as they did when they first hired him. So I think he's safe. I don't think you uh, pull the the plug on him uh, when you're only you know four decent games into. Deshaun Watson's career and I say four decent games because uh, you kind of have to throw the first one out the window that was just the rust game uh, then this past game uh, you know it's just you know you really cannot get a great evaluation of a quarterback in conditions like that so really there will be about you know four good games of tape uh, where you can try to evaluate him and Kevin calling plays for him but now is not the time to give up on your head coach, uh, and one who your quarterback uh, really, really likes a lot and is a major reason why he came here.
2: And Mary Kay, I agree with everything you just said, and I also think that if it's not flying very well next year, it'll be Kevin's last as head coach.
1: Well, you know, certainly next year is a huge pivotal year for them. I mean, this already was one basically wasted year out of, uh, Deshaun's five-year contract at $46 million a year, this one's already basically down the drain. It is down the drain. Yeah. As Miles Garrett observed, it's, you know, it's a failure if you don't make the playoffs. So, um, you know, so you can't afford to, to let another one go by the wayside. You've got to be in the playoffs next season. You've got to be challenging for that Super Bowl.
0: Mary Kay, let's then flip to coordinators. Are Joe Woods and Mike Prefer safe in this scenario as well?
1: Well, I mean, they're going to look at those two areas of the football team. They underachieved this season and, you know, they have to really dig in there and try to figure out why was it a combination of a bunch of different things? Was it personnel? Was it, you know, a rookie kicker having struggles and a lot of other young guys on special teams? Uh, Was it the injuries on defense or was Joe Woods not necessarily uh, letting guys play to their strengths? So, there are a lot of things that they're going to have to evaluate, and I think those two sides of the ball will be looked at very, very closely.
2: Do you think they've gotten enough out of that defense, Mary Kay? And, and I say it knowing that there's a huge hole in the middle of that defensive line that you've talked about all year, I've talked about all year, and when Anthony Walker went out, you had a huge hole at linebacker, and if the whole thing was based around Anthony Walker, well, maybe shame on the Browns for putting that defense together in the first place
1: think the whole thing was based on on Anthony Walker, but uh, I think what happened is that they really expected some of the young guys to emerge or hit the ground running right away and and really be amazing from the jump. And it took some of them a little bit longer to warm up, basically. And some of them uh, got better as the season. Most of them got better as the season went along, but then you had injuries. So I think there were a lot of things that happened on the defense that made joe woods job very very difficult but there were still other things where you look at it and you you know you just have to wonder about communication problems or adjustments or whatever the case may be so it really all has to be uh looked at very very carefully over the next few weeks after the season's over
0: mary Kay, I know the answer to this you know the answer to this but we live in cleveland ohio so it must be asked andrew berry is safe correct
1: Andrew's safe, you know, Paul's safe, okay. uh, Kevin is safe. I think they, you know, this regime and the Haslam's, they really want to see this work. And they didn't go out spending $230 million on this quarterback and trading away, their, you know, three first-round picks to blow everything up and try to start all over again. That's not what this is about. So, absolutely, they want to see this work, and and they'll do everything to make sure that it does. Now, in the event that there is some kind of an issue with the offense or the play calling or the philosophy or the schemes, you know, they'll, they'll keep a close eye on that and they'll look at it. Uh, but this is not the time uh, to be trying to find, you know, a new head coach or a new GM or anything like that.
2: mary Kay, do you think they're a group, though? It's a, is it a package deal? It wasn't, you know, with the last head coach. I kind of get the feeling that this one is. And if they decide that they need to move on from the coach, I would think they're moving on from everything. And I'm big on continuity. I don't want to see that happen. On the other hand, if it's not working after four years together, I can't see why it would work after five. And that that, I'm willing to give it a fourth. But I I don't think you'd get a fifth.
1: Well, you know, I, I really think that the Haslams, that, you know, the ownership group here, I think they want to have that continuity and that stability on their football team. So I can't honestly say that if it gets to the point where they decide to change one of those people that they would change all of them. I I really don't know what the thinking would be there. I don't think it has to be a package deal per se. I I think uh, that they feel pretty good about their management team for sure, and right now they feel good about their head coach. And uh, I don't think that you can say unequivocally that they have to all be tied together.
0: Mary Kay Cabot of cleveland.com and the plane dealer joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline this morning. Mary Kay, Miles Garrett was benched for the first drive of the Browns game, according to your reporting for the disciplinary reason. What took place there?
1: Well, you know, I spent some time yesterday trying to figure this out um, because it is significant when your star defensive player and your team captain and leader of the team, uh, you know, is benched for the first series of a game when you still do have something to play for. Not, you know, not a lot in terms of playoff hopes, but it's still a game that you're going out there and saying, we're going to put everything that we have on the line here. Um, So basically what I was able to come up with uh, was that it had something to do with him being sick. And then it seemed as though there was some kind of a communication a misunderstanding Uh, Between how that was reported or communicated to the team, and they saw fit to not only sit him down for the first series, but I'm told also find him. And um, so I do think it is significant. I mean that's Miles Garrett. Everybody's looking to him uh, to see how to do things. And uh, and so even though it was only it only turned out to be that first series, and it was three plays and a three and out, you know it's still noteworthy. Not a huge huge deal uh, but it's definitely something to you know to write about talk about look at
2: Mary Kay I'm sorry to say this I don't think Kareem Hunt has a future here and that's I don't think a shock to anybody at this point I was hoping that he would be used a little bit more would produce a little bit more and that this thing would work long term do you think there's any way he's back on this team next year
1: You know, right now, no. I I really do think that, and I talked to him last week, and he didn't sound uh, like he felt that he would be back either. Um, So I I think he recognized that that was probably his last home game as a Cleveland Brown at First Energy Stadium. Now, you can never say never. Things do change. You go out, you try to see what you can get elsewhere. Maybe the money isn't what you thought or the opportunities uh, were a little bit different. And, you know, this doesn't seem like such a bad situation regardless of, Uh, you know, what they're willing to pay you. So um, I do think that he probably will test the free agent waters, see what he can get out there. And he probably will end up somewhere else. Uh, It it almost has a Jarvis Landry type of feel to it a little bit where it seems as though it may have run its course. Uh, But once again, you can never say never.
0: Jack Conklin signed to a long-term contract by this organization. Does that tell you anything about how they want to continue to build this team, or does it tell you anything about Jedrick Wills?
1: You know, I don't think it tells you anything too much about Jedrick Wills. I think they uh, made a decision to build through those lines, the offensive line, the defensive line. They're putting their money into those two areas, and uh, especially the offensive line. Uh, You've got a lot of double-digit million guys up there, pretty much, you know, four out of the – Five, uh, or at least will be within within a year or two when they pick up Jed's 50-year option, which I've been saying for a few weeks or a month or so that they will do that. They're going to pick up that 50-year option because it's only it's less than 14 million dollars for the 2024 season. That gives them another two full years to develop Jed to bring him along, and you know to see where this thing is going long term. So you know I, I think it's a, a great sign that they have Jack nailed down at right tackle. I think that they will have Jed at least for the next two years to see how it all goes at left tackle. And uh, and you know how good the guards are.
2: Mary Kay, I suggest that people do what I do every morning, and that is open up the computer and go to cleveland.com. I did that this morning, and there it sat. Majority of greater Clevelanders support adding a dome to First Energy Stadium. And I thought, okay, well, of course, they just played a game where it was like you know 20 below. But then I read and the poll was taken in October. Now, not a whole lot of people polled in this thing. It was like 500. I don't think there's any way that stadium ever gets a dome, but does a dome ever appear in Cleveland?
1: Yeah, I think so. I I think it's definitely uh, something that will be discussed and it will be on the table when it comes time to decide what to do uh, with that stadium. And uh, I know a lot of people really enjoy the elements in old school football, uh, but I think if you could have a retractable dome and have the best of both worlds, I think that would be ideal for Cleveland. so we 'll see what happens, but you know I definitely think its it 's something that will be seriously discussed.
0: Was there something going on with the field on Saturday, Mary Kay? Because I know you.
2: Yeah, it was eight degrees below zero. Is it just that simple? It's just
0: cold as all get out, and forty-five degree, you know, mile an hour winds and snow and all that kind of stuff that was doing it. Or was there something else that guys were complaining about?
1: Well, you know what? I was the one that was asking questions about the field because I felt like when it it stopped snowing, and maybe you guys know better than I do. At some time, at some point on Friday night, it basically kind of stopped snowing, and I don't think that there, you know. Snow was not falling on Saturday morning before the game that I could see. You know, I, I just don't think it was. So the tarp was on, and when they took the tarp off, the field was just like it was It was snowy and slick and slippery, and it just seemed odd to me. I'm looking out there thinking this field was covered. You know, I, I, it just seemed to me like uh, perhaps maybe it should not have been as slick and snowy as it was. And, you know, I don't know. I asked a few other people, Uh, in the press box and other people felt the same way I did. So I don't know. I guess I'd have to talk to people in, um, you know, in Green Bay or talk to people in Buffalo about, you know, should that have been like that or is there just nothing you can do uh, when, you know, when you have that tarp down and the snow, you know, blows under. I, I don't know. I don't know if it should have been like that or if it shouldn't have been like that.
2: All I know is it was darn cold. And I kept thinking about a retractable roof. So I'm with you, Mary Kay. Always a pleasure. Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, Mary Kay. Mary Kay Cabot,
2: Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com, joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline.
1: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode
0: is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,